Welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Everybody, welcome to Season 6, Episode 3. Three times two is six. It's good numerology. This is good numerology. And six times three is 18. There we go. And we're doing 18 episodes this Holy season. Holy shit. I know numbers year. too, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> My broke ass is 36 years old and I've broken many different ways now. So many ways. Um... Let's get into what happened last week, just straight up, huh? Please, you you, you start. I feel like I don't even, I just, I don't know time. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> this was last week? I got operated on last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm too focused on my patient to even remember. Here we are. So I think what happened was, this, this, is what, this is what's been going on. Yes, you have been too focused on your patient, and I, and I thank you for that, and your patience. Um, but... Before last Saturday, the two Saturdays before that were the big freaking UFC cards. It was the uh, UFC right. in New York one, and then the other one that was at Fight Island, which was the first Fight right. Island one that we weren't at, remember? Right. Uh, this whole thing could have been av- avoided if I just went to Fight Island, actually, but whatever, if we went to Fight Island. But Interesting. We digress. We, we can't change the past, babe. But then UFC had a fight night in the afternoon last Saturday, and it was actually pretty all right. Yeah, go uh, for it. We're going to start off with TBS. I put this in the notes right away when it was happening live because uh, Polly Walnuts loves TBS, which is typical Brazilian shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, too. I didn't know my bro liked it. Yeah, yeah. He would, though. Yeah, he's a big he TBS would. guy. Yeah. So... Alves was dancing way too much in his walkout. He uh, fakes the fist bump at the beginning of the fight and then immediately kicks Mark Casey like right in the dick. Like that's super TBS. Uh, he eventually won via guillotine and picked it and was just like, he was just, he just had, you know, too much energy. The, the, the walkout was too much energy. The dick kick was too much energy. And then like the doctor came over because like a doctor always has to check both fighters after the fight, win or lose. And he just like picked up this poor like small statured doctor man up in the air and it was weird and then he he goes up to bisping and like kind of grabs a, a, a single leg and like bisping half joking but like very serious he was like get off of me i just watched the link that you inserted for me to watch and no one else and yeah he stopped right away so yeah yeah i think i think he knew bisping would have fucking put in the wizard and stuff stuffed his head a little bit um what else happened last week we're gonna jump quickly to an oh uh mma boo-boo on the same ufc card angela kgb hill beat i mean they both beat the fuck out of each other but she beat the living fuck out of cynthia cavillo uh so much that cynthia kind of appeared to break her hand in the second round and was just really looking not good and she didn't come off the stool on the third round so she kind of threw the towel in on herself which you know we always say dude we're proponents if you can't fucking keep going you gotta stop girl you no, you gotta stop it was not angela hill What's who's KGB then? It was Andre- Andrea Lee. Oh, all right, my bad. I was still on drugs when I wrote these notes. You definitely were, because one, they're very different names, and two, while they look similar, <laughs> they are not the same person. All right, my bad. What's her name again? Andrea Lee. Andrea Lee. Oh yeah, not, not Angie Hill. 
Why did <laughs> you had something very pictured, uh, pictured very different in your head? Whatever. <laughs> um, there was a bully beatdown in Bellator last weekend too. Cyborg uh, beat the fuck out of Sinead Kavanaugh, who Sinead Kavanaugh still pre and post seems to be winning because she's got like a beautiful girlfriend and they're just like living the fu- their right, fucking best life. That's all that matters so, getting, at the end. Getting that, getting that paid that money, taking a little beatdown that only lasted like forty five seconds, yeah. and then you know move on with your life. Uh, speaking of Bellator, George never liked Valerie Lordo. Yeah, Lordo. Lordo. And I could see why, but I didn't want to add on. And then this weekend, she actually wore fucking an awesome outfit when she was fighting. It was tie-dye tight t-shirt, tie-dye tight shorts. I love that look. Yeah, yeah. I love the fit and I loved the pattern. But then he told me she missed weight. Yeah. Y'all know how I feel about that. Sneakily. It's your fucking job. Then he told me that she just won a decision kind of barely. It was very close and she just looked awful. And then worst of all, so I mean, I have my list of like things I hate in fighting. I hate cheaters. Yeah. What's the second thing I hate? Yeah. <laughs> Weight missers? I th- I don't think it was weight missers. Oh, sore losers, of course. Oh, yeah, sore losers, yeah. What's worse than a sore loser? A fucking winner who flaunts a not even a decent win. Yeah. Girl, you scraped by and she's doing some bullshit dance and twerk. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so I, I officially hate Valerie Lordo. I was And I you was, got me on board. Yeah, yeah, thanks cuz you were you were avoiding it. I was really I was really falling deep down that rabbit hole. Thank God I didn't do an emergency podcast. Thank now. God. <laughs> Whatever, move on. I also wanted to on a positive note shout out Chaos Williams. We have spoken about him before. We do like him. When I was typing his name in our notes, it auto-corrected to Khakis Williams, <laughs> which like could not be more opposite than Chaos. <laughs> it made me laugh. Okay. I thought I thought I, t- I no, that is very funny. I thought I typed that in. <laughs> no, and it you was were calling me. me up. Um oh, maybe you did type it up and I just added the haha. And I didn't. Yeah, that's what I thought. Whatever. Whatever. It's been a weird chaos. Week. Yeah, we're we're both. On drugs. <laughs> I haven't slept in four days. Um, chaos Williams had an amazing TKO and an exciting back and forth. Chaos Williams was then on Ariel's show for the very first time, and I, I didn't really want to go into this, but wow, he just seems like such a nice guy. I didn't hear. Wee-oo, I didn't hear him. Good guy Good alert. Guy chaos Williams. Chaos huh? Williams. He was in prison for about 18 months when he was a teenager um so he like had to graduate slash get his GED for high school after he got out and then like just turned his life around and like just it's incredible it's really nice to hear him speak and he's just a character I really like Chaos Williams that's really cool Um, big fan now he wore uh, like a nice like regular suit like nothing crazy but like he looked really handsome a- after the fight and someone on mma twitter was like yo check out my lawyer y'all <laughs> <laughs> in like a pretty proud way i was like dude if chaos williams was my lawyer i'd be all right with that too that's cool yeah. <laughs> um and then we also of course have to mention that holloway and yair rodriguez literally beat the shit out of each other holy like, fuck man for five rounds it was I hate using the term war, but it was 
Max Holloway clearly won, but Yair Rodriguez definitely showed more earthing than people knew he had, which was exciting. He looked great. He looked great. Um, He did look great. And maybe with anyone but Max would have looked better. They both had to go to the hospital after. And of course, they took the picture that people love, us included, showing like respect to each other after a fight like that. So... Way to go, Max Holloway for winning, and Yair Rodriguez for looking like a dang good fighter. I'm, I'm, I'm like getting soft or looking sorry in my you, state. You I are, don't, know, don't, don't get soft. I don't know, man. Holy shit! Like, don't get I, soft those guys. About this. Ah, oh, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> anyway, wrapping up what happened last week, I basically have been watching college wrestling nonstop and boxing nonstop, and I, I, I'm trying to catch up with all the new guys first, and then I've already kind of caught up a little bit, a little bit, and I'm going back and watching all the old, old school fights. Uh, so what happened this past weekend in boxing? Benavidez is this guy that my brother really fucking likes, and apparently he's going to be uh, whatever. He's got a... Uh, big future in front of him but he fought this weekend and it was a draw and apparently nobody thought it was a draw so I woke up from a weird Percocet nap (laughs) (laughs) and saw that happen so I felt like shouting that out for no particular reason let's move on to what's happening next week okay (laughs) hold on one second What's happening next week, babe? All right. We only have UFC on Saturday. And right now, the card is is from a far-looking light, which makes sense after the amazing cards we have. That's A-OK, right. not a complaint. But that's a first glance. When you look a little closer, there are some good fights after all. So, yeah. Why don't you... Tell us about them. Dude, Joanne Calderwood, who we've spoken about on a podcast a bunch of times before. She's a soft-spoken um, Scottish woman who we're fans of. Uh, she's fighting. She's super soft-spoken and uh, m- what nearly married to her coach or recently married recently yeah there we go with the notes all right she but this but did you know how recently she married her coach like oh Halloween weekend no like last weekend. So she got married last weekend and she's fighting That's this false. weekend. It was Halloween. No, I just heard her on Ariel and she was saying, she said. Well, I heard her on Ariel and she said Halloween. Okay, then whatever. Because she had a Halloween party. All her uh, guests were in costumes. All right. Stay tuned. Go on the MMA on our uh, Twitter, holding hands, throwing fists, and we're going to figure click, it out. Type, type, type. <laughs> search, oh, search, look search. at that. Confirmed. Last Saturday, married. <laughs> Uh, so her name is Joanne Calderwood. She married a guy named Wood and uh, she just took his, her last name. So she just shortened her last name. How cool is that? I freaking love that, but also wish she just kept Calder and officially on paperwork capitalized Wood in her name. That's what I would have done. And that's what they said. They talked about that on Ariel too. Did you hear that? That part I didn't yeah. hear. <laughs> Did we listen to I don't know, probably not. <laughs> this is the fucking best episode ever. We're so all over not. the place. It's great. Uh, she said that if anything, Wood is like a legitimate like Scottish name, and they have like a clan, and they have their own tartan. So she's like, if anything, like I'm more Scottish now because of it. So she's kind of stoked about it. Oh, okay. And she That's said pretty cool. And actually, she had an even better response. She goes, her husband wanted her to do uh, Calderwood Wood, and she goes, no, I took Wood just to piss him off. <laughs> so even better. All right, all uh, right, Davy. Grant is also fighting. Uh, I don't know anything about him except that he lost his last fight to Cheeto Vera. And we like Cheeto Vera, so I want him to win, or we want him to win. 
Uh, Michael Kias is fi- fighting too, and I'm super excited to watch him fight again. I really hope he does well. He lost to Vicente Luque in his last fight, and we thought he didn't look like himself. While he's pretty uh, awesome on the desk with the UFC fights, I would like him to win and get a few more fights uh, in before it's all said and done. He's fighting Sean Brady, though, who's undefeated and fighting out of Philly, Philly and his birthday is coming up. So, God, oh, he's got that birthday mojo, you know? Tricky. Also, Caitlin Vieira is fighting. She's ranked number seven, so it'd be a big deal uh, for her to win against Misha Tate. Uh, Misha, obviously a legend, is coming back to the UFC for the first time in a long-ass time. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited about this fight. It should be cool. Okay. Um, before I shout out one other person, I did do some research, and they may not... Oh, no, they definitely did get married Halloween weekend, according to her posts on Instagram. So to clarify, I was right and George was wrong. Wrong. Um, Also, I oh, my gosh, of course it is. I was just looking up the fight card again for this Saturday's fights and I see this fighter named Kang Kwong Ho. I'm like, he looks pretty handsome. Let's just shout him out. He looks pretty handsome. So, George, what do you think? Is this the South Korean version of George? Hey, oh, you think of, he's right? I'll take it. I think I think he looks more like a South Korean copy bear. Oh, he does. Yeah. Who I also think is handsome, so that makes sense. His nickname is Mr. Perfect. Hey, hey, hey all right, That's, my man. So. If you watch for no other reason than to see this handsome man, I think that's a dang good reason. All right. I believe it's finally time for the top three. Let's do it. Tell the people number one, babe. All right, I feel like we've spoken about Max Holloway so much throughout the season. He's a superstar. He's a superstar. He is definitely one of the top like likable guys in the sport. I have never really heard anyone say they don't like him. And he did just have a big win last weekend. But while we've spoken about him a lot, I don't think we've done such a deep dive into him and so myself included like I, I wanted to know a little bit more our friends and listeners said they want a deep dive babe you give them to them so here's the deep dive I, was right. it Andreas who asked for it or Billy probably Andreas probably Andreas so here it is Max Holloway I need to start with that he's only 29 years old he's been fighting forever how because he's only 29 so That's fucking forever crazy. and being only 29 don't match up and yet they do max holloway is the former featherweight champ he won the interim belt in 2016 2016 was five years ago right yeah so he was only 24 when he won that interim belt and he beat That's fucking crazy anthony pettis but because pettis had missed weight he couldn't win the official belt then in 2017 he won and unified the featherweight belt when he beat aldo he's only 25 at this point not so between 2017 and 2019 he defended the belt three 
times. And then most recently, and this is probably what you all remember, is that he fought and lost a five-round close unanimous decision to Alexander Volkanovsky in December 2019. And that's when he lost the belt and Alexander Volkanovsky became our new featherweight champ. Yep. It was tricky. This you all remember because it was such a close fight that a lot of people were arguing, no, Max won. George may have said something along the lines of, and I don't know if he did for this fight, but I know he said it. Like, when you're fighting the champ, like, you really have to beat them. I know you don't necessarily believe that stance 100% anymore, but... I have... Can, can I interrupt you for one second? I mean, you wouldn't uh, be George if you didn't. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> so I've been scoring fights recently. That's been my fun thing. I have my little notepad and I score them. I, and people, and there's a lot of pushback. MMA media and MMA Twitter is like, fuck that. That's a fucking nonsense thing. But I'm going to say this. If a round is close, you don't have to beat the champion outright, like, outright like beat the shit out of him. But if a round is close, I still think that the tie... If you if you're not going to score it a ten ten or a nine nine which is a tie, I think tie goes to the champion, and I think that's a modified statement. That is being a precise in my speech. Way more fair modified statement, um, but because it was a close fight, uh, rightfully so, they fought again pretty soon after in July 2019. 2020. It was 2020. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mabi. So this time, again. Max lost a five round, this time split decision. Yeah, I think it was even closer. Even freaking closer. It was just incredible. More people thought Max won this fight, but fair enough that Alexander Volkanovsky, the champ then, retained his belt. Um, Mm -hmm. Because if we're going with that same theory, you really have to beat the champ in some ways. I guess Max didn't. So since then, he has fought and really hurt Calvin Cater. And now he did the same thing to Yair Rodriguez. Um, It's just what an incredible career where he was the champion for so many years. And he's so close to getting the belt again. And he's still only 29. So within his fights in the UFC, he's won five fight of the night bonuses he's won five performance of the night bonuses and because of all of this I believe he should have this like huge chip on his shoulder just based on the fact that he was like a former champ and Volk never definitively beat him yeah yeah. but he's not like that at all and recently in an interview and I loved this quote and I meant to like get that precise quote but I didn't he was saying that a lot of people are waiting to take the elevator to a title fight but he's willing to take the stairs that's fucking gangster dude I fucking was like how could I love you more (laughs) and so I really appreciated that he's not just waiting he'll fight whoever and he'll continue to show that he has championship qualities and will fight for it when you know it comes up next 
So like, this is all amazing. But last but not least, you know, here at Holding Hands and Throwing Fists, we like to get to like the nitty gritty, like tell you the things you haven't heard. Oof. You have not heard this before. Maybe George knew this. I did not. Okay. I just so saw it now in the this notes. This is finally. I'm shocked. Last but not least, when I was doing this, like a little bit of a deep dive on Max Holloway, I just learned that Max's mom was addicted to crystal meth when Max was growing up in Hawaii I just want to add because I should have added he's a proud Hawaiian Mm -hmm. and on top of that his father was abusive towards his mother so um, luckily when Max was 11 his father left the family and I hate to say that is lucky but it is Um, and also his mom recovered from their addiction and like the like what wonderful stories within that family and now many many years later you guys definitely know about his son rush because we don't know anyone's personal relationships but max does seem to adore him and do his best to raise him while like still having a lot of fun with the kid yep so max holloway you're a good one you just also overlooked the fact that he just got married to that freaking like. Oh, they got married. I think, or they're engaged. I think. Okay, I, I forget. But that. that yeah, uh, who needs a bitch? You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess some people might call her a spoke show, but I don't know. Uh, I think I, she's a surfer, so already her she, body's like. Yeah, she amazing. looks like a Billabong model. Yeah, <laughs> she and I think she is. I think she like definitely is signed by Billabong. <laughs> All right, uh, so. Anything else about all the nah, Max Holloway? No, nah, no. Let's let's move on. I already spoke to. Just want to say that no, that was really good, babe. Also, just want to throw out that a little stat. Uh, he was twenty in his first UFC fight, which is crazy. So he's been fighting for almost ten years already in the UFC, and the his last outright like real loss was a decision loss that where he really lost, not like to Alexander okay. Volkanovsky, to Conor McGregor in two thousand thirteen when right. they were both fucking babies. Which is why there's babies, a little chitter chatter about a possible Conor McGregor. Yeah. Yeah, and you could have fight. seen that cringe, cringe fucking video of that Connor we're not pacing. talking about. All right. Number two <laughs> in the top three. All right. We're going to talk about Kayla Harrison again. We've talked about her a bunch on this podcast and we're fans. You know, she's the PFL women's 145 pound champion. She's a judo, the greatest judoka in male or female in american history and uh she had a really fucking crazy experience where what did uh where she's adopted her sister's children because of unfortunate circumstances that i don't really remember but well well, she's just a fucking awesome person and an awesome fighter uh but you know she's the best 145 pounder in the world for women and the thing is it's like a weird division there's only two other women that are good and are even really like worth fighting right one is cyborg who's in bellator and just beat the fuck out of Sinead Kavanaugh <laughs> and the other one is Amanda Nunes who is the 145 and 135 pound champion in UFC but she's like not really she doesn't have anything lined up right or oh she does have something i think she she did she she went to the ufc event or she went to a ufc event and then she most recently was at the cyborg fight so she's like clearly making her rounds talking to other promotions making her face shown i love it i love what she's doing i love it too so here's my question yeah it's like uh we're we're doing fight business question over Mm -hmm. here babe. i I really like this yeah so what do you do what do you do do you go to bellator and make a bunch of money like a bunch of money and then fight cyborg and then that's kind of it 
do you go to the UFC and make less money and fight Amanda Nunes, who's probably the best best because she knocked out Cyborg, right? But mm-hmm. MMA math and whatever, who cares? Or do you just stay at PFL and that's like your fucking place and beat up cans and just make a million dollars a year and just have that be your job and your life on top of like making money the other fights to get to the million yeah like what do you do if you're kayla harrison what do you do do you have your answer in your heart and in your head i think yeah um i don't want my answer to influence your answer i i i think i think if i'm kayla and now here's the other thing right because this is the question this is why we're even bringing it up and why i think it's kind of interesting she is such a fucking competitor right yes she's the apex competitor and she just wants to be she needs to prove that she's the best in the world that's right her olympian judoka fucking background you know I don't have that inside of me. <laughs> I'm considering stopping jujitsu after one little MMA booboo. <laughs> and I say, I say, you know, stay at PFL unless you feel like Bellator is paying you that much more, and it's like, okay, go fight. Uh, uh, what's her name in Bellator? But even now, why? Why? I don't know. Uh, stay in Bell. Stay in PFL and just do your thing. Just make your million dollars. I would even say, just have them even open up a 155 pound division. And there'll be two freaking women in the whole country. <laughs> fight in it you make two million dollars a year plus the extra money and just chill that's what i say yes who would have thunk i'm gonna agree with you wow babe let's go pfl let's go pfl kayla harrison is legitimately the face of pfl she is she is is. their spokesperson when they started she was the person they wanted going on all the interviews like hyping people up over the tournament style promotion she is the fucking best over there there is absolutely no reason for her to leave they treat her right she could dictate when she fights she could pick all of the fight dates for next year's season and likelihood is she'll win the million dollars and even if she doesn't i guarantee you she will still get paid more every fight with pfl than anything with the ufc maybe bellator would be a little bit more competitive with what they're offering her but she's just another fish in the sea there what are you gonna do you're gonna go you're gonna fight cyborg anyway win or lose it's over then that's it it's just that you're you're gonna fight like these things will will happen let them come to fucking pfl yeah (laughs) so yeah for real wow babe i I didn't anticipate us to be aligned on that so good thing to know we're about that money for real so number three on our top three dude i became a boxing fan now (laughs) (laughs) i think that's not fair to say i think you've you've been a I've been a boxing weather fan. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, you know, but like I've really been watching boxing nonstop because I watch a lot of jujitsu. I watch a lot of instructional jujitsu and I watch a lot of matches and I I just like it. It's it's like a fun thing for me, but I can't, I don't even know if I told you this exactly. I can't even watch jujitsu, especially instructionals (laughs) (laughs) right now because my fucking knee starts throbbing when I look at it. That's good. Yeah. So I've been watching boxing said college wrestling and uh tennis and a little bit of hurling <laughs> but you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna try to find out if i could see watch any quidditch, quidditch <laughs> on <laughs> I'm, YouTube. I'm sure you i'm can. sure there definitely is but with in boxing there's a bunch of fucking cool stuff going on so canelo we talked about that recently he fought a couple weeks ago against caleb plant and um 
they had a bunch of beautiful social media moments that have been coming out that you guys have probably seen where they talk about how much they love each other and how they're family now and all this stuff. But Canelo announced some really gangster shit and I'm happy that we're catching it early so we could talk about it. Cause this is the reign of Canelo. He's the number one boxer in the world and the most exciting guy, you know, he's moving up. He moved up from, I think, and boxing weight classes are totally different than, uh, MMA weight classes. We both know the MMA classes up and down in and out like we know them really well but boxing it's really confusing and we and i'm trying to learn them but i think he won everything from like 155 to 170 maybe wow so, yeah he's gonna move up to arguably the coolest name of weight class cruiserweight which is 200 pounds that, the, there's a whole bunch of shit going on interesting but he's he might move up to so th- there's a rumor that they might Cruiser weight used to be 190 pounds, and then like 10 years ago, they moved it to 200. So there's a rumor that it might go down to 190 for this, which would be awesome. But how gangster is that? That this dude's moving up to be like a freaking 10 time unified belt. Can he be 200 pounds without, with his height? He looks like a big boy. I don't know. I don't know. That's very interesting. I don't know. It's freaking crazy. Whatever. Get it, Canelo. If you got Showtime, which is like dirt cheap out of all the things that we tell you guys to to buy. And we do do support Showtime because that's what Bellator is on and stuff like that. Uh, There was a great, and I don't fucking watch documentaries at all. I don't watch anything like that. There was a great four-part documentary called The Kings, which is really interesting because it's about how basically in boxing, there was like the whole Muhammad Ali era, which is obviously amazing and iconic and so many people know about it but then after that there was like this void that was filled by four people sugar ray leonard uh roberto duran uh tommy tommy hearns and uh marvelous marvin Hagler. And the four-part documentary is fucking awesome. It tells the story of them, and that, that kind of leads up to the Tyson era. So I'm starting to piece together all the boxing stuff, which I think is pretty freaking cool. I'm it is pretty about. cool, but the brief moments you like forced me to sit and watch were like the most depressing things I've ever seen. I mean, that's the whole thing. That's why we don't watch documentaries. Is there any documentary that's not fucking depressing? It's <laughs> the whole point. There's just I don't fucking... know. What about the, the one about McDonald's? Eating all the McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, that's the... <laughs> I swear I'm gonna watch that one day. I'm so what, interested. Super Size Me, the yes. one that came out in 1998. <laughs> I feel like I definitely rented it from Blockbuster. You and probably did. You probably it. did. I feel like you did, and you fucking paid the late fees for I it. Did. I remember. I kept oh that my shit. god, that's so how like, fucking long we've been dating. Holy shit! And I still never watched. And then we, I, you know, one day I'm, I'm gonna, gonna tell you, babe. I never watched it either. No I swear, way. I swear to God. Wow. Yeah, let's watch it. Let's order McDonald's and, <laughs> and then we'll do a it. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, today I got a fucking thing on my, since really we're just riffing now because I don't give a they, fuck right so now. I don't give a now. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most exciting thing I've done in a week right now. <laughs> and I'm having fun. I'm having fun, Dan. You never ruined my fun this time, God damn it! I brought you to physical therapy yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that, that was so fun. Much, yeah, that was just, like, just riveting. <laughs> um, I got a $48 car, uh, charge on my uh, Amex 
And I was like, what the fuck? Not your Amex. My Amex. That's right. I said it. My Amex. Paul, tell Jennifer that my fucking Amex had a $48 charge on it. I was like, what the fuck is this? It was the McDonald's that we ordered on Seamless. Son of a gun. Gorgeous. How are you going to tell everyone we We're going to do it again. It was, fr- <laughs> it was like the first time in fucking two years. It was so good. Lastly, I want to say that this weekend, because I'm back on it, God damn it, with the modern boxing. Terrence Crawford is fighting Sean Porter, and I've seen a, bu- a bunch of their fights in the past week, and I'm really excited to catch. Ca- catch one live now are so. we rooting for one over the other man i think um okay i think terrence crawford is supposed to win and i think we might like terrence crawford more but sean porter he's he he just has a couple losses that that were really close split decision and he kind of is like a he's kind of <sighs> He kind of looks like the guy who's like not the winner, you know. And and, and my favorite thing about him, which I, f- I find him lovable, and I kind of want to root for him now for this, is that he lost one of the split decisions to someone else. I think it was Errol Spence Jr. Whatever. And I I I saw his lips say, "Man, I I I, wa- I thought I won that shit." He said that to himself, <laughs> and he was smiling when he said it too. He's okay, like, "Man, I thought I won that is. shit." <laughs> so I'm gonna root for. Look super nice. Yeah, I'm gonna root for Sean Porter. Although Terrence Crawford's fucking awesome too, and I, j- I just hope that I could learn more about boxing and that it would be fun. They're so. both 34. Yeah. How interesting. All right. We'll, we'll check it out or do something. So George has been stealing uh, PTI's rundown. Let's do it. But I'm going to steal it this week, bitches. <laughs> Woo. Jorge Masvidal. I was shitting on him a little a couple of weeks ago. I said Everybody I has. kind of over his shit. He's back. But he's fucking back, man. <laughs> he's, he's that guy. Like, you could get over him, but he's just too likable. He just pulled out of a fight and he's back. He, like, who can do that? He can do that. He just pulled out of his fight with Leon Edwards and he was interviewed basically about why he pulled out. It was an injury that he won't give more details about. But why? he had fucking, he's like, why am I going to give my opponent details about my injury? And you know what? I always fucking think that when yeah. people are like, yeah, my right knee, I tore my bucket handle tear in my meniscus fuck you (laughs) like why are you giving all your details away sheesh anyway here were some of the gems that only Jorge Masvidal could give us the first speaking about Leon Edwards was if he wants to wait until February or March I can decapitate him Another, because then, you know, uh, Ariel said, well, now it might be perfect for Masvidal to fight Colby Covington, who's coming off of a loss. And Masvidal said, of course, I'd like to bash Colby's face. We're talking about the biggest coward in my sport all across divisions, across all sports. <laughs> this guy is the king coward. I would love to smash his face in and get a handsome reward. Holy shit. But um, he continued to go on because Masvidal is so smart. He's so freaking smart. He knows everything that's going on. He said Usman beat his ass so hard. Now he's a nice guy. (laughs) That one had me dying. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And then Ariel asks Masvidal, all right, like, you don't have an official fight now. Do you want to fight Leon Edwards or do you want to fight Colby Covington? And... 
Masvidal responds with, at this particular time, since I signed first with Leon, I would like to address Leon's bitch ass first. Uh, <laughs> you just, I like this guy. I like this guy when he's this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so Masvidal, you know, I'm, I'm behind you again. Dude, he went on that little run where he did, where he knocked people out and it was great. And he lost to who I think I've been on the record saying, and a bunch of people say, and I think it's even the truth. The number one pound for pound fighter in the world right now, Kamaru Usman, twice in a row. Once on short notice, and once he got knocked the fuck out, because Kamaru started working with uh, your boy. Right. What's his name? That I've freaking Trevor Whitman, who I think is amazing. So everybody thinks he's amazing. So right. Whatever. It is what it is. Thanks, Max. I'm not even friends. trying to end this episode. End it, this is so long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? 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 Andreas, you got a fucking problem with it? Keep running. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep running. Run out over your whoop my ass is your one chance. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by, by my unnamed girlfriend who has taken such good care of me and I really appreciate it, my recovery. I love you so much. Why are you making that face?